Welcome to Design Talk. This season's theme is Designing Organizations. We'll be talking with entrepreneurs and product owners about building teams, shaping organizations, working with partners, suppliers, and customers. Okay. Well, good morning, everyone. And this morning we have with us Alex and Sadie Wilmer. So you guys are Wilmer Sound. Can you tell us a little more about yourselves to get started? Uh, yeah, I uh, grew up in uh, in Ireland. I went to uh, St. Andrew's College and then I went to Trinity, uh, studied computer science and kind of discovered that programming wasn't really my thing. I was not as much an engineer as I was an artist. And so then I did a master's in multimedia systems in Trinity as well and then started to look for work in making video games and film, uh, doing, doing sound. Uh, and then uh, worked at a company called Berkeley Sound Arts for about five years and worked on a lot of documentary films and some video games. Then I went to a company called Crystal Dynamics to make uh, the video game Tomb Raider. I was there for about five years and then uh, got fired, started a company with, with Say, and um, that company kind of started building traction. I, I ended up quite quickly getting a job at Electronic Arts and uh, was making uh, a Star Wars game with Amy Hennig, who uh, made the Uncharted series of games. And uh, But then that, that got canceled and they shut down the studio. And then I went to Facebook and then... Uh, because our company had kind of built up so much momentum, started working full-time uh, for ourselves. Say, would you be more business-focused and Alex would be more the artist? Um, yeah, I, I, I kind, of, um, kind of grew up with my parents who are entrepreneurs. Um, they didn't have any college degree, so they started their own business and um, I was the only child learning basically from them, which I didn't know at the time. Uh, and, I, and and they they kind of forced me to go to college um, because you know it's somewhere that they never had and and I I was like okay and they thought that was very safe to go send some kid to go college and they have a great job and which I accomplished their dream and uh, so I went to Berkeley and uh, I started as CS major like Alex and I quickly realized I don't like programming why the hell am I here. Um, <laughs> I just love playing video games. I don't like programming for video games. And um, I, I kind of switched to math and statistics. And after that, I got a uh, job at, uh, you know, corporates where uh, it's very, it was great. But at the same time, because um, the way that I kind of grew up, I'm more of an entrepreneur than working at a uh, big companies yeah and I, I i think that that anytime you have a strategy you're you're never very sure of like what how it's going to work out in hindsight it's obvious that this is like a, a very good situation to to split the business and the the craft uh, so to your question who's running the business it's me yes got it, <laughs> got yeah. it. um but but um for us to uh have done this i think i think that's a it's a very difficult thing to manage to things like you know, create a quality product or service and really focus on that and experience, you know, the, the consumer's experience or the, or the, um, 
the employee's experience and then balance that with also trying to, you know, market it and, and sell it and, you know, balance books. And those two things I think are kind of in conflict. And just your personal life, surely as well. Well, and that was the other thing is because someone had told me if you're running a business, you are running it 24 seven. Um, so don't start a business unless you <laughs> understand that. Um, there's no free time anymore. Uh, and so I was like, well, that's not maybe very good for a relationship. So that was actually the primary reason to kind of, for me to, that we should do this together is that then we'll, we'll be spending time together. Um, well, none of us can have vacation together either. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, but I think that that's like, you know, if you're going to do that, it's not a, it's not a bad, you know, cause I think, I think being in a situation where you come back from work and you're like, I had a terrible day and you have to sort of explain why. And then, so it's like, it's better not to bring it back, but then how do you know that your attitude is not affecting that other person? Right. So there's so many complexities about having a relationship and working and not having the two kind of overlap. So in some ways it's sort of better to just have them overlap and then deal with the situations as quickly as, as possible. Because you resolve conflict much better when you're forced to. So it's, that's good. Um, yeah, so you've mentioned like kind of any time you're awake, the business is always running. And I suppose similarly, your offices are placed in Korea, Ireland and California. They're always kind of running around the clock. Was that by plan or by accident or? <sighs> well, by kind of... Um yeah, in a sense, accident. We we wanted to open our business where our parents were, um, so that that was kind of like the mo- motivation in the beginning to do so. And when we did that, we realized each location is exactly eight hours apart, which meant that we our our business can run twenty four six. So people can actually have work life balance by working. You know eight hours, um, but overlapping each uh, uh, country's about half an hour uh, in the beginning of the work hours and at the end of the work hours because you actually at, at work doing the sound recording or you know, sound designing nine hours a day and then one hour break in between. So it kind of worked out for our team because most of sound, uh, post-production sound or sound business, we get the project the last minute and we have to just like stay up all night for a week of sprinting. So instead of doing that, we just scatter out the location so that people can wake up and pick up the uh, eight hours before location and then continue on. And so that w- that part was an accident. Yeah, I, it was it was funny because when we when we started, we just sort of started thinking like, well, if you're going to have a business, you can kind of build it any way you want. So what do you want? Well, like I said, we want to spend a, a kind of like a third of our time in each, each place. So we're not, like she was saying, like you don't get, when you when you come to Ireland for, for two weeks and you see your friends and family, um, you it's, can't it's, really... It's not a holiday, right? No, and yeah, you can't really not. have like meaningful conversations with people. Uh, you just, you're, you know that there's a lot of stuff you're not discussing. And, uh, and then you're just watching people age. And so... Um, so it's a bit depressing. And, and so uh, we wanted to, to create the thing. 
and actually that's in in some ways a philosophy that has uh worked for um for our business in general is to kind of think of like an idea like if you had a company that did this i was actually pitching this to my mom like this idea and i it was only in that conversation that i realized ireland and korea and california are eight hours apart exactly and i was like oh wait this is a really good idea (laughs) i'm like mom look you see and uh and it was in that conversation that i realized that and so i i think um it was like it was an accident but if you the point is is that if you if you think of what is going to be best for me what is going to be best for my life um but then also does anybody would anybody else benefit from that that's the other thing too because i think a lot of ideas sometimes you have can can be these sort of personal ideas and things that you want but no no one else necessarily benefits from that and it can, when you're trying to get accomplish a thing like you have this thing in your mind and it's a goal and it could be a business or it could be a product or something you want to make and you a lot of times it feels like you're dragging this thing um it's not like <laughs> doing itself it's not it's not building itself and that's that that is a lot of things but but when you have a good idea it starts to build its own momentum it actually just starts to grow on its own and that that's so that's something that has has been kind of a barometer for um for whether or not something is a good idea if it's actually gonna if you can just like say it out loud and then it starts happening that's then a good idea did your mom like it we we live close to uh, pixar uh and so she would be like why don't you just get a job at pixar and i'm like just would like walk in and be like hello give me a job please i'll just i'll just take a job because i you know this other thing i'm doing is too ambitious it's like no <laughs> that's pixar i guess to to build on that can you talk to us about the digital media ecosystem that wilmer exists in um yeah so i think that things have changed a lot recently in terms of how we do our business and the kinds of um products and and, you know the distribution of of what we do because you know maybe 10 years ago or 15 years ago it was a very different landscape um from how it is now you know in the in the recession you had all these new platforms like uh mobile you know mobile distribution or or uh you know mobile entertainment sort of blew up that's not a very good thing for sound because the you know a lot of people are not playing the thing with sound on um if it's a game but if it's uh if it's a film maybe they are and they've got headphones but you know the high fidelity kind of quality of of that experience is not great but what it really did was kind of create a uh, a new understanding of digital distribution your expectation on your phone is that you're not going to plug a cd into that <laughs> to to get software or or something you're you're you just assume you're going to download the movie or the music or the whatever the entertainment and um and so that was a very good thing for moving us into uh, you know a digital distribution age and um and so then your expectation for you know more traditional experiences on the television or, or whatever is then for it to be digital so when i was working at uh, Crystal Dynamics, and we were making Tomb Raider. The the split was kind of 
more on the on the uh, physical side. And so the problem with narrative driven content was that when a game was sold, it would get resold eight or nine times at uh, GameStop. As a, used, as a used copy, so the developers never see the profit from the used copy sales. Can you, like, can you imagine selling one thing but actually 10 people experiencing that one thing that you sold? It's like, it's like cancer for your business. So, yeah, so you're, you're not selling for $60 a copy or selling for 6 bucks a copy. So you can't really make profit as a... Yeah, so the, on, the only kinds of games that could survive that were like big sequels to established franchises. Um, the other thing is that, you know, we had cloud, the cloud, right? The cloud kind of showed up. And, and so we were able to upload all of our data to the cloud or synchronize it through the cloud. Um, and so that... Uh, it, it enabled us to have this round-the-clock business where somebody's working in California, they save their file, and in like a minute, it's in Korea or, and Ireland simultaneously. Like that's that was a revolution for the kind of thing that we're doing. Yeah, and a lot of these uh, equipments that are kind of normal these days, like portals to communicate. You know, we 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 use portal for our offices. We have to kind of sometimes perform on the Foley stage to make sound. Mm -hmm. So when you have a film, uh, you have to replace all of those sounds, regardless of what it is. You, you know, if the actor walks on the wooden surface or the gravels or anything, you have to actually perform the same steps. And then so that people can communicate while you're walking or something. But anyway. Yeah, I, I think that the... The ability to communicate, like one of the things I'm interested for the future in, in terms of that communication is um, virtual reality. When I was at Facebook, we were, we were kind of debugging this, uh, this um, I can't talk too much about it, but anyway, it was like, a, it, was an <laughs> it was an experience. It was an experience and, and uh, we, were, we were, were trying to fix it. And so we, we had um, a number of us in the, in the experience and I was kind of looking around at, at people and basically what we were doing was kind of having a meeting, um, you know, in virtual reality, which was the first time I'd ever done that uh, with other people. And I could see, you know, a guy across there kind of going, okay, how's this going to work? How are we going to, you know, having that kind of inner monologue, <laughs> like trying to work this out. And, and I was like, I know he's thinking that because of how his avatar is moving and so you know when even when you're on like you know zoom or some other kind of call it's very difficult to understand what someone's thinking because you don't know where they're looking right they probably have a screen up and they're probably typing right now i know <laughs> i know what you're doing you're not paying attention to this um you're doing something else and so uh, but when you're in virtual reality, you've sort of strapped into this thing where you can't look anywhere else. And so everybody's right there in the moment. Communication is crucial for any business. It is particularly crucial for our business. I mean, our actual product is a form of communication. We create sound for entertainment. What is that sound doing? That sound 
is telling you a story. It's creating an emotional context for how you should feel about that story, right? So that is what we produce. It's communication. In order for us to do that well, we also have to have good communication. I told our team when we started that if, if they cannot communicate, this will fail. There's no way we can run a business around the world <laughs> um, where there's limited opportunity for people to connect uh, and, and have it succeed. Because if it fails, it will fail super fast. Because if somebody does something wrong in California that Im impacts Korea and then Ireland, we've just burned through 16 hours of, of cash, <laughs> right? And, uh, and then California is going to have to fix it. So we've actually burned through 24 hours. So you, you have a problem one day that costs you eight hours. You have a problem with our company, it costs you 24 hours. So, um, so that's, that's a serious issue. Um, so how do you approach new business development and new projects? What's that look like? In sound business, it's not like a restaurant where you go to a restaurant and order and then you eat. Um, the customer, for us, may, they may show up, they may not show up. And then once we greet and meet for the first time, uh, to get the contract or project, it may take a year to two years. Because the entertainment business, you know, there's a lot of preparation and then there's a lot of like production and then it comes to post-production to us. Um, that's what we do. So uh, you just have to build a really strong relationship with people around you and, you know, project that you're working on, you have to make sure the quality is good so that they will come back to you. you know, I try to use like Google Ad and all of that. It wasn't necessary for us. It was mainly word of mouth in the industry and actually working within that area in the industry. But that, that's for the U.S. contracts. Um, uh, European or South Korea is slightly different too, but, but at the end of the day, it's about human you know, connection. Like you have to go there and meet in person. That runs to my next question. Just like, has COVID changed the way you worked in the last two years? Because you obviously couldn't do those yeah, things in person. Yeah, that was really hard because, you know, we, we, we also kind of meet them in the, you know, conferences around the world. And we, you go there and you have a drink and you have like crazy parties for three days. Um, that's how you kind of bond with each other. And that's how you kind of get to know them, uh, how, what kind of projects they have. But everything was canceled. So... Um, it, it did slow down our business a little bit because of that, because we were expecting to go to like Bit Summit in uh, Kyoto in Japan, and you know we we're we we're gonna go meet a lot of people during the GDC, the Game Developers Conference in San Francisco. Everything was canceled, so this year is actually coming back in person. But kind of funny part is because of COVID, we got to kind of do this virtually and um, so we got to work on this virtual uh, event yeah so we have some new business because of this some uh, in in this incident um, so yeah that was kind of weird but yeah it, it, it is definitely harder to uh, build a business uh, new business but when it comes to the established business it only kind of gradually growing because, you know, 
you know, that they know that we can deliver the content with the quality. So um, all the the, the cur uh, past clients, we, we get kind of more work from them and kind of, you know, we have a better, uh, stronger relationship with them. So the things I noticed um, is that COVID kind of made everything 25% harder, <laughs> like everything, literally you know, just shopping or whatever. And it was, so it was just, just that kind of thing that like you, you were more exhausted by the end of the day because just getting everything done in terms of like creating business there, there was a notice that, you know, there were certain kinds of entertainment that was still possible. Um, you know, things that could be done at home. So digital kind of stuff like games and animation, live, uh, live action film production or telev television production kind of got into a difficult um, situation. Um, and so what was useful for us was that strategically we, we had wanted our team to kind of focus on interactive entertainment. And because we had just come off a very large uh, linear project and uh, we needed to kind of level up our, our team because we're sort of split focused between interactive and linear. So, you know, when you make film, you have to have like, you know, actual film uh, actors and actors, actresses in the same room and performing. And those kind of things all all got canceled during the COVID in the beginning of, or midst of COVID. So the only thing left for us to work on was uh, interactive, which is video game, because the characters are kind of made with the visual artists, and the, or animation project was still, you know, strong because you know animation, uh, you record those actors uh, individually in a studio in a VO booth, or they're they have their own recording session in their house, so we could all work remotely. So. Yeah, I, I, I sort of have the f this feeling that there was a lot of growth before COVID. I mean, you could see that the entertainment business was improving um, and then COVID happened. And so it feels like that's kind of putting a little bit damper on it. But I also feel like there's like a rubber banding effect that maybe we're, we're sort of about to see. Like I think as we go into this summer, I think you're going to see a lot of stuff, productions happening. And um, and more, uh, you know, more content be advertised for for Christmas and stuff, and and so I think there's going to be this glut of content that's that's coming through now. So no holidays for you. You'll be working all summer. Yeah, <laughs> I think. I mean, yeah. When we look at like our, in theory, you know, if, knock on wood, uh, it does look like like significant growth. And I my our you know, we were just discussing this, which is like the biggest concern then is if you have this sort of rubber banding effect, what happens after that? You know, how does that resolve itself? Because we need to be able to maintain a team. And so we can't grow too big, right? So we have to be careful about what we take on because we need to then sustain that afterwards. Uh, so it's kind of like a two-part question. First, would like the main growth areas be in film or gaming? And then secondly, kind of how does a project life cycle look um or is it very dependent on the project yeah it depends on the project yeah, yeah. there's n there's nothing that is like um 
no two projects are the same. <laughs> and so uh, it's it's maybe a little bit more predictable for linear media where um, it's been around for so long that, you know, people come into, uh, you know, your relationship with an expectation and a budget, you know. It's like, here's what it's going to cost. And it's like, really? I haven't told you what it's going to cost. It's like, no, no, no. This is what it's going to cost because we've already, like... The budget is already, you know, signed and sealed and no one can touch it. It's like, okay, cool. Well, and my question is, do you have contingency? <laughs> yeah. So, so you, uh, that's a very established industry where people have kind of learned in school. Here's how you make a thing. And here's a very detailed, uh, breakdown of what it costs and what, you know, and so, uh, they have these expectations, um, of, of how it's going to go. And if you don't kind of meet those expectations, then you're not going to work on the project. <laughs> um, so that's a bit of a challenge. But so there's there's a little bit more similarity there. But in games, what's interesting is that, you know, games are sort of similar to film in the way that like the film had the studio system where everything was produced in a studio. Games, when they started, were like, so it was like software development where everything, again, was produced in a, in a studio and now uh you know and then you have the collapse of the studio system in the film industry between the 40s and the 60s which then resulted with um you know very small production teams which would then grow to produce a a, a film and um and so you're starting to see that now emerge in games where uh people are more used to and comfortable with working with outsourcers when it comes to the actual implementation of sound. So in in the past, it would be easy for you to say, hey, I need a bunch of sound or music or dialogue in this game and I'll put it in. What was very difficult was to actually get people to give you access to their game and actually put it in yourself because how they put it in is a big part of the creative uh, uh, role, right? It's kind of like... Uh, you know, filming th something and then editing it, you know, you're not necessarily going to put everything you film into your edit. And so that's, that's now em emerging and actually our key focus because as we then move into the future, we want to be at the forefront of that. Yeah. Cause of the digital world now, now it's kind of available, but before they didn't even trust any outsourcer to do this job actually. Yeah, because you had to set up a VPN, for yeah. security reasons <laughs> and and then you know have security keys where it kind of generates a, a massive key and they're not comfortable doing that uh but i think covid made it so that they have to do it with everybody kind of forced their hand yeah yeah so that kind of helped to accelerate so obviously it's a very highly competitive space so what sets you guys apart why should i come to you it's an excellent question if you're yeah. running a business. <laughs> well, we have the quality and we don't um, compromise with the quality. So uh, that's the only way to compete with any other companies. There are loads of like, many, many post-production sound companies in uh, California and also Texas. Why would they come to us? They came to us because of the quality. So yeah, thank you for taking the time to talk and sharing your thoughts and experiences with us today. Uh, very interesting conversation. Yeah, fascinating, really. Cheers. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for listening to Design Talk. 
The music used is Check Them In by Emma Grace. Credits and links in the show notes. Thank you.